Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up real big for Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero and the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Oh, hello. And thank you, thank you all for joining us. This is so awesome uh, to have you here. Uh, there's so many amazing shows happening at the Netflix as a joke festival, and we just want to thank you for uh, being here with us. And uh, we, we love you guys. So thank you so much for coming out. This is awesome. What a treat. And ha- have you guys been here before to this place? This is the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, and um, it's a really special place, and there's a lot of legends buried here, which we can get into. Oh, we should get into it. Uh, how many people are regular listeners to the podcast? <laughs> Amazing. How many people thought this was the John Mulaney concert at the Bowl? <laughs> that, would be, that would be a wild disappointment. This is going to be the night. This, you know what? I think we can all say it together. Fuck John Mulaney. We're happy to be here. Please don't tweet that or tell anybody or hashtag Netflix is a joke. That would be really, really bad for me. Do you work for the festival? Okay, you're just wearing the t-shirt. Okay, cool. You think someone who works for the festival is gonna be wearing the t-shirt? Maybe. Yeah, it feels like it makes, it makes so much sense I'm sorry, to me. I'm very out of touch. <laughs> Should we introduce our guests? What do you guys think? I mean, doesn't Natasha look, doesn't she look nice? You know, and let's give it up for Moshe's hair, everybody. Whoa. Whoa, whoa! whoa, a bigger pop for my hair than for your physical appearance. I love that. When we were coming in, um, just not, not a moment of humility for me, when we were coming in, uh, the person that was checking us all in, um, we came up first and she was like, oh, okay, uh, you guys are the show. Okay, great, great. Um, and she looks at me and she says, I'll, I'll, let me give you an artist wristband so you can have f- a full access. And then looks at Natasha and goes, you'll be fine. You don't need one. <laughs> I go, well, why doesn't she need one? Because she's just like instantly recognizable. And she looked at me, pulled her KN95 down and was like, yeah, honey. <laughs> I'm so sorry you have to wear an artist's wristband tonight, Moshe. I know how important it is it for you to look cool. It was just fucking disrespectful is all. <laughs> and then the craziest thing is I asked the guy that owns the place about her, and he said, nobody works up there. <laughs> this place is fucking scary, man. No, it, the, was, uh, it was Johnny Ramone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, speaking of people who... Uh, oh, we don't... No, don't, don't spoil it. Okay, this is going to okay. be fun. Uh, we're not going to introduce them. Don't spoil it. No, we have, we have to introduce our guests. No, we're not going to do it. We're just going to sit here in an uncomfortable... Did we say, by the way, give it up for Brent Weinbach. Wasn't he great? All right, let's do it. Okay, well, we're really excited to bring out our guests. Uh, we have our friends Lisa Traeger and Fred Armisen. Give it up for our special guests, Lisa Traeger, Fred Armisen. Here they come. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. I wonder Our who pleasure. they were clapping for, Fred. 
Fred, uh, Natasha, do you want to do you want to tell the uh, Fred? You have a special connection to this place, right? I do. Uh, a really, I, my grave is here. I really have a grave. <laughs> I have a plot here. I um, celebrated my 50th birthday party here, here at Hollywood Forever. And uh, as I was planning the party, I was starting to think like, I think I want to have my grave here. So I started to ask, you know, how much does it cost? How could someone do that? You know, because like Dee Dee Ramone is here and Johnny Ramone is here. And um, they were being very evasive with me. They were like, weren't giving me, it turns out, for my birthday, everyone who attended bought me a grave. <laughs> I found out right here on this stage, that's where I found out there was this card that everybody signed. It was really, really emotional. And you're actually, you're actually on this map of the VIPs here with Judy Garland and all the Talmadge sisters. Let me just say, only in Los Angeles would there be a list of the famous people interned <laughs> entombed at the, even here, the Hollywood machine reigns supreme. But what I love about this is Fred is in here, it says Fred Armisen in Futurum. So. If you don't know what that means, that's Latin for he ain't dead yet. <laughs> that's so cool. Lisa, where would you want to be? What, what do you want to happen to your, uh, your carcass when you die? Um, I want to, I hope I fall like madly in love with someone and then we get buried close together. So I would go wherever they want unless it's, or by my parents in Skokie, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> oh my God, one of those options is so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. They could be like holding your hand for eternity. That's so sweet. Yeah, that's what I would love. What about you, Natasha? How do you want to be, uh, I should know this information, actually. Well, I honestly wanted to be cremated and thrown over the bluffs in the ocean until tonight when I saw Fred, and I was like, now I'm jealous that I don't have a plot here. Well, when you turn 50, why don't we have a party here, and we'll call Fred's friends, who seem really generous. <laughs> yeah, they shell it out. Yeah, just be like, would you buy one for Natasha, too? How much does it cost? Do you know? Let me just get a little Jewy on this interview. Let's uh, over under on a it's, plot. It, it's a lot, because if you're in the mausoleum, it's like a certain amount, or if, if you have like a really teeny plot, but it does, it gets up there. It really does. <laughs> it, I like your being evasive. Now yeah. you're being evasive about yeah. it. <laughs> Wait, are there any Housewives fans of New York? Are you thinking about Ramona? Oh, okay, never mind. Um, <laughs> There's a woman, and for her 60th birthday, she made 40 of her closest friends buy her a Gucci purse, and it was humiliating oh. to watch. Are there any Beverly Cleary fans here? <laughs> Are you thinking about Ramona? <laughs> All right. Okay, well, our, our um, listeners have sent us some questions. We just Before we bring up our guests, we just wanted to ask you guys, because this is an advice podcast, so I don't know... Do you feel like you're good at giving advice, Lisa? What do you think? Yeah, I'm the classic, like, um, those who can't do teach. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm the perpetual, like, single person that's always judging everybody and telling them what they should do. But I am right all the time. Yeah. What about you, Fred? Do you feel like you're good at giving advice? I think I am. I think I'm pretty good. I kind of, like, read, you know, how they're feeling anyway, like what they're leaning towards, and I go towards that. Oh. Yeah. That's smart. We have, some, we have some empaths on here. Okay, great. Why don't we get... Wait, but what if you, like, really disagree with them? It doesn't matter. It's none of my business. You know right. what I mean? Like... 
I like Some, it. Somebody's like, should I be extremely racist? Fred's like, you know what? I'm getting a yeah from you. <laughs> okay, all right. So let me ask you guys this. All right, someone's asked, Monica from Honolulu, she wants to know, how do I get over a hookup that's a coworker that you have to see every day? Got it. Wow, that's tough. That's a tough one. Well, you could take over the company, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's a really good suggestion. You know? Mo Monica was leaning in that direction anyway. <laughs> that's hard. Oh, and then fire your ex yeah, Or rehire them in a different department or, you know. Right. Whatever works for her. <laughs> that's a really hard one, and you just have to, like, imagine them smelling like shit. That is so specific, Natasha. Or in Has diapers. that worked for you before? Yeah, well, yeah, no, but I mean, in theory, I, I've never had that exact situation. What about you, Lisa? How would you do that? Um, I would go on, like I would, last, okay. I, um, I would tell her to do DMT or like a fun drug. <laughs> at, or a and then like get over him in that way. Like go into a different world and then be like, who's this loser? You know what I mean? Because what are the chances he's a loser? <laughs> Probably like 80% yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like not the guy for you. Yeah, she's just one mushroom trip away from realizing she's too good for him. <laughs> okay, I like that. Wait, does DMT work like that? Do you set a very specific intention and then it gives you whatever you want? No, it just happened for, I like broke up with my boyfriend, did DMT, and then went to Scotland and Amsterdam and then came back and filmed my first TV set ever. And I was just like, I broke up with my, like I didn't care about him at all, but then he got another girlfriend and then I made him cheat on her because I needed that. But, Wait. um. You made him cheat on her by taking DMT again and psychically linking with him, or? No, I made him have, I didn't make him. Um, I, I didn't make him. I was just like, let's fuck in your car. I just wanted him to cheat on her, and she did, and he did. Oh, oh, you are good at giving advice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he married her, you know. Wait, he married her? Damn. Wait, he was with her, you fucked in the car, he got back with her and they're married today? No, they? he cheated on her and then married her. So that's how I feel better, so good advice. You know, I... Like, I know that he cheated on his wife. Wow. How good well, can their marriage be? Well, hopefully they're not avid honeymoon <laughs> podcast fans. Fred, uh, have you ever done DMT? I don't... No, no, I've never done... I don't... No. No. No, okay. No, no drugs, I haven't done drugs. Never done drugs for real? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I, I hear you. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, let's move to this one because I'm actually, I'm interested in this one. Robert from Ohio, he wants, to help, he wants help with the rules around masturbation when you live with your partner. We're just moving in together. How do we navigate the change from constantly having to solo pleasure to rarely having space to solo pleasure? The way he's wording that is that he wants <laughs> more romantic space for him and his... Oh, he doesn't want sex. He wants he, to It be... seems like he'd prefer to masturbate because that's what he's used to, and how does he... But is he asking about the space itself? Is it about the, the real estate of it all? He wants a... Yeah. <laughs> He wants a plot, if you will. Yeah. I think he wants to be able to masturbate instead of having sex in the house. How do you do that? 
Wait, instead? Instead of fucking the person. Is that, but is that what that's implying? Is it that it's instead? Or is it like in addition to? Right. Oh, don't chime in, you motherfucker. <laughs> Somebody's really disagreeing with your read on this question, Natasha. Okay, well, it's a question I've thought before, so you tell Wait me, a minute. Moshe. <laughs> no, it is? It's not my question, but I have thought of it before. Do you think, all right, let me ask you this. Hype, like hypothetically, do you think that if you have a lover in your bed that you should be excusing yourself to go masturbate because you're more into that? I don't, th for, for Lisa? <laughs> well, I've never lived with a partner. Are there times you just want to jerk it quick or should you just do a quickie? Like, I don't know the, ma I don't know. Well, I just feel like if you have made the commitment to live with someone, if their flesh is next to you or there. Oh, and this that is why I married her, by the way. <laughs> this kind that of romantic poetics. Over masturbation, but if they're not there, then you should masturbate. What if you're there, but you're not in the mood? Can they masturbate or no? Or yeah, wait? but just don't tell you, I guess. But if you're not in the mood, that is a good factor. I what think. if you wait for them to go to sleep and you put on an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation and then when you hear <laughs> snoring, you stop that and then you open your laptop? Is that a, that's a hypothetical as well. I knew it was something like that, so. I think it's about space. I don't think, I think that letter seems to me to be about like where this person can go. How, how, how do you find the physical space that's to be able I, to? That's what I'm getting from it. And I would recommend the garden. <laughs> Wait, you mean the, the backyard or Madison Square the Garden? garden. <laughs> to some people. You know, some comedians sell out the garden. I jerk off at the garden. <laughs> but you would recommend going into the, into the yard. It's, that's what, yes, that, that's the advice I think he's, like, where can I go? Wait, what about the shower? Isn't that the easy answer? You know, a lot of people say the shower, and I got a bone to pick with that. Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to jerk off in the shower. That's too much water. It's Put like, what? conditioner all over it or something. I'm not trying to get... I don't no, want... No, no, but the water's in your face. Yeah. It's everywhere, yeah. And also, you're, like, trying to, like, do a thing, and then there's another substance. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not... I'm not trying to combine oil and water, no, you know no. what I mean? Like, I jerk off with olive oil, and <laughs> out of respect to Natasha's Italian heritage. <laughs> Wait, Fred, I'm curious, have you ever, um, you don't have to answer this. I do feel like- I do have to answer it. Okay. I do feel like you're the most private of the people we have on, up here tonight, but I don't know why I think that. Are, have you ever masturbated in the yard? <laughs> No, I, I've never masturbated outside, no. That was my r recommendation, but no. There's no... <laughs> but, you felt like we were veering towards that. Yeah, that's where it was going. But uh, no, outside, no. Lisa, have you ever masturbated outside? She definitely outside has. Outside of the home, yes. But I don't know if just outside. I don't think I... I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I have either. Have you? In a car, I guess that's That's outside. not outside. Is it? Is that outside? Oh wow, there's a, we finally found the fault line in this audience. <laughs> okay, guess, here's, here's one more uh, before we get to our guests. Uh, Gina in New York City wants to know, does lack of sexual chemistry in first three tries doom the relationship? That's a good question. 
You did three times, it sucked all three times. Is it doomed? Well, have you communicated each time that it sucked and you want it different? Or have you just been like, you know, right. hoping things change? Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I fucking, you. I don't know. It's a, it's a piece of paper, you know? <laughs> if you're communicating and being like, I want this and they're not into it, I, I say get out of there. Fred? I say you space it out so that you don't do it for like three years. You know what I mean? Wait, you do it one time, then the you one... don't do it for three years, but stay with the person. You stay with the person and then look back on that with fondness. That's nice. You know? And then if it, it becomes three... a sweet story. That is and, nice. And then that's where the intimacy is. That's beautiful. And then in three years in, if, she, if they say, can you please, can we please do it again? You take them gently by the hand and walk them out to the garden, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, two times is okay, but three times, that's kind of, no. Yeah, it does feel like, well, you're the same person that clapped for communication. <laughs> two and three is different. Two Thank and three you. is different. Honestly, a salient point, miss. <laughs> I, I just definitely had like the first date be not attracted to the person, and then the second date, I'm like attracted to them sometimes. Interesting, and what about, uh, what was it like for us? That might have taken three. Interesting, wow. So you're saying that within the first 20 minutes, you knew that I was the one. I guess what I'm trying to say unsuccessfully is that I, we had sex three times in 20 minutes. I cannot, I have absolutely no staying power, but I don't have a uh, re refraction period. So we'll make love 20, 30 times in a night, never for more than 30 seconds at a time. Good one, Mosh. <laughs> okay, do you want to ask, should we bring up our guests? Yeah, let's do? bring up our guests. Let's bring up our first guest. Okay. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mosh. You know, I would consider you a delectable and sweet treat. Thank you. But sometimes I want more than just my wife in my mouth. Sometimes I want a decadent sweet treat made by the most delicious bakery in the world which I think is Milk Bar. James Beard award-winning celebrity chef Christina Tozzi opened the first Milk Bar in 2008, and she's been wowing the world, not to mention her celebrity friends, with her unique spin on iconic flavors ever since. These are like desserts that you know, but they're elevated to such a degree, and they're so over-the-top and sweet and delicious that I just can't wait for you to try this stuff. Like their signature birthday cake with has these unfrosted... It looks oh my like God, a, our, our child loved it. It looks like an Instagram post. Just open the box, take the picture, you got yourself a few hundred likes. The compost cookie is delicious. The milk bar pie made from toasted oat crust with a gooey butter filling. And for a limited time, Milk Bar is offering their delicious new strawberry shortcake and cake truffles. I'm talking about yum. They offer fast, even overnight nationwide delivery, and we've had all their stuff, and all of it is delicious. All of it is worth getting. As soon as you're invited to a party and something that you think you have to bring something to, contact them. Mm -hmm. Get, get like a Really like that that cake I think would be perfect. Cake would be cool. You bring it to like a graduation or yeah. just bring it over to your friend's house. We haven't seen people in so long. Yep. When you're coming over for coffee or whatever, bring a cake. Bring some sweets. Right now, Milk Bar has a special limited time offer. You'll get $10 off of any order of $50 or more when you go to MilkBarStore.com slash honeymoon. You'll get 10 bucks off an order of $50 by going to MilkBarStore.com slash honeymoon. MilkBarStore.com slash honeymoon. 
know their names? Yeah, we're going to have uh, um, Emily and Evan join us up on stage. Emily yeah. and Evan. You know, should they we move down or should they Whatever. stay? Yeah, yeah, you guys sit right there. Yeah, sit right there. That's okay. perfect. Emily and Evan, how are you two? Great. How are you guys? Great. We're good. Yeah. Good. Excited. I'm, I'm excited to have you. How long have you been together? Seven years. And where did you meet? Uh, at school. What What was the situation? What were you studying? <laughs> What's your deal? Uh, we went to school in. We're actually from Canada, and so. We Could you? To, I'm so sorry to cut you off, but. Could you just step off the stage and we can move on <laughs> to that we have some more written. No, okay, you're, you met in Canada. Yeah, so we, we live in Canada. We're from Alberta. Um, we met in school at Red Deer College and uh, I was taking um, political science and she was in theater school. Wait, you live in Alberta now? Yeah, yeah, yeah we came down for the Netflix as a joke. We're class. here for you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's we're, actually, we're actually on our honeymoon. Yeah. We never really? got a chance yeah. to do it, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. That is so, that is so beautiful. And your honeymoon is the Netflix is a joke festival? <laughs> we got yes. married in 2020. Times were crazy. Right, but Tahiti existed the whole time. You know that, right? <laughs> but are you okay. gonna like swim in a pool too? Yeah, uh, what? You're gonna go, <laughs> like it's a, are you gonna go to the beach too? Yeah, we went to okay, Santa Monica okay. just the other day. Okay, great. Yeah. You guys are fucking romantics, I love it. All right. So what's going on? How can we help you? Oh, yeah. Um, well, uh, Emily is six years older than me. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and just recently, we've been kind of planning for a family. I'm sorry, do you always hold your hands like that when you're talking? I'm, uh, <laughs> I just wasn't happen. sure if you were we don't nervous <laughs> or this is. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't sure if you were nervous, so she wanted to call you out in front of this audience. <laughs> a little bit of a... Just to check in. I thought like he was about to lie. Okay, keep going. No. Um, and honestly, if you are nervous, I would recommend not holding hands like a nerd. Okay, that's all. <laughs> totally fair. Um, yeah, so we're, we're moving into that phase of our relationship for family planning but I recently just got accepted to law school Yay. in... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we're trying to determine whether or not we want to postpone our family planning or for me to go to law school. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Wait, there, you, mu you either will have a family now or go, you can't do both do the family and go to law school? That's I'm not old. A I'm <laughs> six years older. But why can't he... You know, drop off a legal brief inside your <laughs> tort or whatever, <laughs> and then go get his degree while you have a family. I'm confused. I guess we thought of that, but I guess I don't want to out your age. Mm. Um, we we figured that we would only have we we kind of planned it for this year, this year. to plan do our make our family, and so make that your family. You can say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fuck this year. But you can't. Yeah. <laughs> that was the plan. Oh, you're on the Fred Armisen plan. <laughs> <laughs> but can you? Is there a reason that you can't do both? We thought about it, but I guess that was always. Oh, kind of uh, there's an important detail. So we live in Calgary, Alberta, and he was accepted to Edmonton, Alberta. Which oh, that you guys is an important. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> say no more, sister. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> the plot thins. <laughs> Edmonton is perfectly respectable. I've been there. No, what's, what, what is the details? I'm so sorry. <laughs> what's that? 
sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I was doing an immature joke. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's okay. The problem is it's, it's a couple hours away. We don't want to live there. And, uh, and then, it, of course, law school will be three years and then articling. And, and so it's going to take some time before we can actually get some roots in. And, and uh, you're a lawyer, so. Yeah. <laughs> Truly no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel, I, I'm sorry. I think um, there's room to do both. Yeah, why can't you just have I, somehow, a baby with a guy in law school? Emily, <laughs> you have a lot of limits on yourself. You, you have a lot of rules, you have a lot of restrictions. You it's know. gotta be a certain way. A lot no. of provinces. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, well, that's but fine. it's no, the I same agree. province, right? It's the same province, it's three hours away. Lisa, you look like you're about to explode. You want to say something. Well, uh, so you would go to Edmonton with him for a little bit? You bet. You okay. You're, it's like, if the... Like, he doesn't have to be pregnant. Like, you're going to live the nightmare. So it's like... <laughs> you, um... You can live the nightmare while he's studying. You know, like, they're not going to... That's what I'm thinking. I think, uh... And people... You make things happen. You know, people had kids during the Holocaust. Like, it's, um... <laughs> A great way to think about it. <laughs> People make it work. Yeah. I love that you have called uh, ha give it, having a pregnancy living the nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. Because if you had to study and be pregnant, that I would understand the hesitation, but you're just, you'll be freewheeling. There's, there's two of you. I guess also the money aspect. Of mm. Money. Oh, that, money. They're, ask, they're asking us for money. <laughs> do yeah. the, do, uh, <laughs> That's what this is. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. How much do you want? <laughs> that's what, that's... Law school is like 45 grand, I think. In yeah, 45 Canada. grand Canadian. That's $12 American. <laughs> it's do, like, do you want to be a lawyer? I do. I've been trying for about like nine years now. So you're excited. You should be pumped about it. But I feel like you're pumped and she's kind of like, we don't want to live there. <laughs> if, it was, if it was in Calgary, we did say it might be different. Yeah. But, right. It's not but, in Calgary. You're going to Edmonton, baby. I, and it's, it's kind of a shithole in Edmonton, but I... Well, you know, this goes out public. You've got the largest mall in North America. That's right. true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a theater scene there. There's tons of shops. There's, it's a, it's there's a cool comedy. city. There's a theater scene. There's shops. It's a perfect place for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a controversial take on this. I think you guys should get a divorce. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't think that a baby is that... It's less expensive to have a baby than to have a kid. Right? It starts getting real expensive when, the, when the, it's, it's in the kid's zone. I mean, what does a baby eat? It eats fucking milk from her tits. It's like <laughs> the food's there. Diapers are expensive. I'm not saying it's cheap. I'm just saying the actual expensive part is when you will be a lawyer. And so at that point, you're going to be fucking grinding so hard doing corporate... Uh, you're going to be doing, you know, uh, um, corporate lawyering for the oil industry in Edmonton. <laughs> You're going to be just fucking the, the earth with your huge Canadian cock. And at that point, you'll be able to afford anything. So I think you should just go for it. That's what I think. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm feeling you, you want to be a lawyer. You want to start your family, Emily. Just follow your dreams and do them together. You know, you feel like you need to have a baby by now, so do it. And you need to do that. Just, just do it. Both, do them both. Lisa, oh, let me add, and let me add to this also. Law school is so easy. Right. It's just right. With books and you like tests. You no, know, but you can use having a baby as an excuse. Like if the um, if you're you needed a few extra days to write a paper, you could say my baby. We could extend that deadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. professors don't mind. Yeah. And also, this is kind of a serious, not a silly thing, but you also don't know how long it takes to get pregnant. So might as well start trying because. It might take, you know, you don't know how long it takes. Here's another really cool angle on it. Natasha and I, um, w she had frozen her eggs. And how was that? It was awesome for me. Um, <laughs> but if, if you decide not to, you could, your, you could freeze your eggs. And if you're in Edmonton, Alberta, you don't have to do anything. You just go outside and pop two of them on the ground. <laughs> They're frozen. You bury them. You come back a few years later, they'll still be there. Okay, well, did we help you at all? Yeah, we're doing it tonight now. Yeah, now it's happening tonight. <laughs> all right, wait. let's give it up for Emily hold, and Evan. Wait, hold on. What? Before we give it up for them, I got a crazy idea. You came all the way down here for your honeymoon. You're at the Netflix as a joke festival. You decided you're going to do it tonight. Why not not wait until you get back to the hotel? Why not do it right now? Make their baby. Oh, no? Oh, I'm getting a no. Okay, it's okay. Terrible stage fright. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, right. and you guys have free health care, right? Have the baby. Have, oh, the, have baby. the baby. Have the baby. Right. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's give it up for them. Yeah. <laughs> Emily and Evan, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Many happy returns. That's so awesome. Emily, be nice to him. Oh, they're so sweet. They're, what, oh, a, yeah. uh, what a honeymoon, you know? A lot of people... We went to Bora Bora. We went to Bora Bora. <laughs> they went to, to the place where Fred Armisen will one day be buried. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, now this is a part of our show where we listen to some secrets and we can kind of comment on them. Yeah, we have it. people call in and leave their deep, dark secrets on our secrets hotline and we thought we would play a few for you tonight. Yeah, you can cheer, how about it? Are they gonna play them? Hi, um, well I'm on my way home from a family function and I've never said this out loud before but it is um, like six years deep. I'm not too drunk to drive. I'm good, but Hold I'm on, can I stop it? Can I stop it? Hold on. Can you turn the monitors on? Because we are unable to hear it, and the audience is having a good time, and we're not. Is, is, it, is it possible to play it through the monitors? Hi. There we go. Um, well, I'm on my way home from a family function, and I've never said this out loud before, but it is um, like six beers deep. I'm not too drunk to drive, so I'm good, but I've always wanted to say, um, I've never said it. I want to fuck my cousin so bad. My uh, like my cousin, he is so fucking so, hot. Like I, I want to fuck my cousin, and it is so it sucks so much. It just it sucks. He's so fucking hot. Um. Anyway, yeah. Whatever. Can do, Can you figure out what he's saying? A little bit. 
Do you, does somebody want to come up and repeat? You want to come up and repeat the, yeah, come on up. Let's have this guy do his best dramatic reinterpretation of the secret we just heard. Okay, awesome. Uh, so, so he goes, so this is uh, uh, six years deep and uh, I just left a family function, but uh, I really want to fuck my cousin. She's so fucking hot. And then he goes on and on and he kind of like goes, mmm, she's so fucking hot. Amazing. Amazing. That was amazing. That was incredible. That was really, that was incredible. How did you do that? That was crazy. Are, are, you, are you an actor or what? Do you have dreams in that area? None of us could figure out what, what he was saying at all. And then somehow, just by sitting there in the area where the audio actually makes sense, you were... That was unbelievable. So he wants to fuck his cousin. And he's so turned on, he can barely like, keep talking about the secret. Wow. Well, is he, is it, are they asking for our advice on this? Or is it just a... <laughs> no, this is just people getting stuff off their chest, you okay. know? Okay. I think that, I, I don't know, second cousin, I'd probably go for it. Second? Yeah, but the risk of being rejected and then everyone knowing you tried to fuck your cousin. <laughs> that is a high stakes make, pass make, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's a, at least a 50% chance you're going to get a, oh my God, you're a fucking monster. No, you have to have chemistry before you make a movie. You have literal chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, let's hear another one. Wait, okay, before we play another one, sorry if this is awkward, but we, we really couldn't hear it. Is it, and it wasn't coming I, through I, the monitor. I think, that guy I think it's because of the way he was talking. I think he was like mumbling. Okay. Maybe this one will be better, all right. Okay, hi Natasha and Moshe, but mostly Natasha. Um, basically, I'm like secretly here, and like a yeehaw conservative religious family in the South. I like, you know, like come out, whatever. But I'm not looking forward to it because I know there's gonna be like backlash. I've been dropping hints for years. Like, I tell everyone, please, my favorite TV show, um, I own way too many flannels and I keep my nails short. But, like, they just can't figure it out. Now, like, my actual secret is that I've been using my grandma with, like, just cognitive impairment, dementia, whatever, to practice um, coming out. And I've come out to her at least eight times, and she still doesn't remember, but it's, like, helping me prepare. And I feel bad using my grandma with dementia, but it's for a good cause, and I'm already going to hell anyway, so I might as well do it. That's all. Bye. What I heard is she's going down on her grandma who no. has dementia. <laughs> I think she's coming out oh, as her. gay to her grandmother who has dementia. This right, actually, right? this actually reminds me of a street joke. There's a, there's a, there's a. Um, I, it makes me wonder if this is true, because there's a street joke that I won't say the. It's too offensive in today's cancel culture. No, I'm just kidding. But it, it's a. Uh, the guy goes to the doctor. Should I just tell the street joke? No. Guy goes to the doctor and he says, uh, I got bad news for you. Uh, you got Alzheimer's and you got AIDS. And the guy goes, well, at least I don't have AIDS. <laughs> I, mean, I don't believe this story that she's coming out to her grandma and every time she's like, that's okay, baby. At least you're not gay. I don't believe that. 
I don't know, honey. I didn't hear all those details. Um, she says she's coming out to her grandma with dementia, yeah. and her grandma can't remember when she comes out to her, but she's doing it as practice. Does anybody believe that that's true? No, if the joke exists already, it seems like not true. Oh, this person who thinks two and three are different does believe it. <laughs> you buy it. Why would you lie on a secret phone line? That is a great, great question and something I've never considered before. That You're right. Would, Why don't we hear one more and then have that guy interpret it since we have a sound issue? Okay. So we don't really, we don't really know what the secret's saying, so. Yeah, just so you know, on this piece of paper, it says uh, really fun intro, awesome couple comes up, very awkward secret section. <laughs> Well, we just can't hear it because of the, the speakers. Yeah, okay, one more. Let's see if we can do it. Hey, you guys. My secret is that even though I'm basically straight and I have had many sex dreams about women, the only time I ever had a true uh, wet dream was the time at a slumber party when I was like 14 or 15 uh, where I had a dream that Nicolas Cage was giving me a deep throat orgasm, uh, deep throat blowjob, excuse me. I don't think that Nicolas Cage is particularly attractive. Uh, I think there are certain celebrities that I would, you know, give it a shot, uh, at going gay for, but he's not one of them, so I don't really know why. Yeah, that's my secret. Love the show. Bye. I really liked this guy until one particular line in that secret. He, I feel like Nicholas Cage Going is like, gay? just beautiful. Oh, you love him? Yes, yes, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that about you. Now you know. In fact, the only time I've had a real orgasm is while thinking about <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Not a wet dream. This was not a dream. But that was well recorded, I thought. I heard every... <laughs> right? Yes. It took it all the way through. Consistent volume. Crisp. Clarity. Do women have wet dreams? No, I haven't. No. Have you? No. No. We're not pigs. Fred, what do you think? <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a wet dream in my yeah, life. Yeah, I don't think you, so either. That's like a... You guys are lying. No, no what do you I mean? mean? <laughs> what, are you checking while I'm asleep? I thought every boy had it when he was young. Nah. Nah, I got ahead of that, if you know what I mean. I right, just, right, yeah. It's, I just started masturbating so much, so frequently, so... So soon. So soon. <laughs> yeah. That I, I got oh, ahead of so it. Oh, so wet dreams are more like for repressed people. I don't know. Uh, that's what it seems. Yeah? Oh, we're getting some yeses. How many, how many guys in here have constant wet dreams? <laughs> Does anybody in here have a good wet dream story? Some, a fantasy that you had? No? All right. But I do think this guy should experiment. With Nick Cage or with somebody else? What may, maybe like a cosplay sitch or like um, a glory hole at a gay bar, like see what's up. I am genuinely curious. Do you think that having a uh, same sex wet dream fantasy implies that a person has same sex attraction? I think he should try it. Sure. And th yeah, because if it was enough for him to record that message, it's in his mind. Because he also so said there's like other living. guys that he would fuck. Right. I have an issue with what you're saying. 
And you have <laughs> wet dreams about men, about men all the time? No, I, I've, had wet, I've had sex dreams about fan, uh, family members. I think my mom, my grandma. Do you think I should try it? <laughs> well, you're married. Oh, I can't cheat on Natasha or you would say yes. Yeah, yeah. I show up at my mom's door high on DMT. Mom, we're fucking tonight! No, you're right. I stand corrected, but... No, I, I mean, know. he should try it. I think that sounds... Yeah, yeah, try it. Try it. Yeah. What's uh, the weirdest sex dream anybody up here is comfortable sharing? Oh, I, I can answer that. Yeah? Uh, and I don't mean this as a joke because it sounds so jokey, but Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Wow. Uh, a, a while ago, whatever, 10 years ago or something like that. But yeah, that's... Uh, and that's was a, it good? Like, was it hot? Yeah, it was, you know, it was, you know, a well, sex she dream. Was, she was definitely competent and ready for the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow, Hillary Clinton. That's but I remember waking up sort of laughing about it. I'm like, <laughs> like, what? But, Were you like, I'm with her or what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on. These are my dreams, guys. <laughs> I can't believe you answered that, Fred. That's so personal, Moshe. That's well, very per- have, that said- does not leave this room. <laughs> Anybody else have a fantasy, a fantasy, a famous person that they've had a sex, a straight-up sex dream about in here? Call them out. Okay, interesting. Zero? Okay. Wow, really thinking outside the box there. <laughs> That's weird. Why did you even, how did you even get there with her? What up? Why are you bullying this person? <laughs> I can see her. Pamela Anderson would, would love to. It's awesome. Okay, we have, we have one more guest. Oh, wait. Do we have any more uh, crisp, clean secrets? Let's play a couple more if we have them. We can't hear. Oh, if they play them again. Let's try it. Hi, Mocha. Hi, Natasha. I have a secret. Um, I had some really shitty relationships with men that I loved very much. So when I got married, I married for money. I married the only son of a wealthy couple, and he will inherit everything. And not only do I not regret it, it turns out money is a better motivator for me to be a good partner than love ever was. So that's my secret. Bye. Wow. She just hung up. Bye. That is fucking dark. She's practical. I mean, that is dark. Would you? Maybe sex and emotion isn't that important to her. Would you say it's important to you? <laughs> yes, honey. I Would go you? camping and everything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, why don't we bring up our, our next advice? Unless you have something Victim? you want. You guys got any thoughts to... on this, uh, this high-level gold digger here or what? <laughs> I mean, I want to know who that, what the family is, who she married into. Aren't you curious? Like yeah, who? it did seem a bit like it. We would know it. Yeah. Like they're Berkshire Hathaways or something. But she's, I mean, truly, she's just going through a stage, probably. She's married. I know, but I mean, she thinks you this can't is... get out of a marriage no matter what ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There's one option. There's one way out. And you know where it is? It's out in that cemetery, Natasha. <laughs> I want a plot. I really do. Fred, could we have your plot? <laughs> you you want to share it? Yeah. 
Oh, you'd let us be buried with you? Yeah, come on. Your friends would be so pissed off. You're like, yeah, we just, I also just, I let Natasha and Moshe get in on it as well. <laughs> and you know what would be really insulting is that I know for sure this map of VIPs would say Fred uh, Armisen and Natasha Legero in Futurum. And then down here somewhere would be like, and, and the guy with the wristband on. Or, <laughs> Okay, Mush, let's bring up our... Okay. We have a, another guest. We got another one. Let's introduce him. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Mush? You know, it's about to be wedding season, and you know what weddings make me think of? Hmm. The time you spend with your partner between the sheets. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about? Between the sheets? Yeah, I get it, Making Mush. love in a bed. And I think since you spend so much time in a bed, you should have the most comfortable and delectable sheets possible. And for us, that's Brooklinen. Brooklinen is home of the internet's favorite sheets, and it was created in 2014 to give customers luxury hotel-level home essentials that don't break the bank and also that you can even find. Sheets are so expensive. I they're always e want it to feel like I'm in a hotel. Totally. They're either unbelievably expensive or they're unbelievably uncomfortable. Brooklinen is neither of those things. They'll work directly with the suppliers so that they can cut out the luxury markups and pass those savings back to their customers. So you get their incredible products at a reasonable cost. Speaking of those products, it's not just sheets. They also have a whole collection like towels and robes. We have these sheets and they are super, super comfortable. They're super high quality and you can afford them. Oh yeah, if your friends are getting married, get them some sheets. They, nobody I'm doesn't get want- get married again and get- Just to get- Why don't we just buy some sheets? You know what? I got a deal for you. Check out Brooklinen today and you can find the best gifts for every couple on your list or for yourself. Go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code ENDLESS to get $20 off your purchase of $100 or more plus free shipping. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code ENDLESS for $20 off plus free shipping. Okay, can we... Can we have Corinne come up? Corinne, ladies and gentlemen. Is she here? There she is. She is ready. Ah, Corinne. Hi. Yes. Yes. Corinne, Cor how can we help you? Don't accost any of the guests. Well, firstly, since this is relevant, over COVID, I slept with someone, a 30-year-old, 32-year-old man who regularly still had wet dreams, so. Whoa, did you ask, how did, he told you that? Yeah, he volunteered oh, the wow. information. Oh, I, wow. Maybe it was a secret, I don't know, I'm not saying his name, so whatever. Yeah, well, he'll know, he'll definitely yeah. know, yeah. Maybe what, uh, Wait, did you find that a turnoff? No, especially because he described it to me as like, oh, you remind me of what I dream about. I he like, told yeah. you, oh, that's so cool. He told you he was having wet dreams about you. That is so cool that he lied to no. you. That's awesome. No, just that it was, I reminded him of the b faceless, I don't know, like temptress or whatever. He's like, she too was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, uh, by the way, I use they, them pronouns. Oh, sorry. Wait, you, oh, oh, they too, for, actually I can't even, I have no. You stumped me. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, how can we how can we help? What's going on? So, um, my partner and I, who have been together for about six years, and we were long distance for three of those, and then now we've lived together for about one year, and we fell into some kind of codependent patterns over the year having like never really lived with partners before 
um, or at least in a healthy way, and um, they have expressed an interest in potentially moving out while staying together, and I was wondering if y'all had any advice on how to like keep the intimacy and stuff while like living apart. How to stay intimate while in a breakup. Okay. <laughs> I think maybe how to stay together. Yeah. <laughs> just in general, yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking. So they're not moving out of town or anything? They're like no, just getting like their own place in another part of, maybe not even another part of the city, but just a, another. It seems like you need some clarity. Valid. <laughs> On like, is this an excuse to see other people or to well, move on? Well, we already see other people. <laughs> We're non-monogamous. For yeah, I mean, sex. I think I yeah. knew that. Based on, based on the timeline that I already gave. I feel I like I pretty, knew that. Yeah. When you hit that first step, I was like, seeing other people, yes. Yeah. That's awesome. I think there's nothing wrong with trying to stay together and keep it, mm -hmm. keep it going. You just, cool. you just keep trying. I think it's worth it. Okay. I, yeah. Do you, Wait do a you... minute, Fred. <laughs> yeah. I know this trick. I th I, yeah, I think... Wait, I got you figured out. You Thank knew, you, you knew that that's what they wanted to hear, and you gave it to them. She's happy. Uh, no, awesome. I, but I, yeah, the, whether or not to stay together is not really the debate. But if you if you like have any suggestions on like, do you like them more than they like you? Do you feel like? No. You feel like it's the reverse. No. I mean. I mean, I feel like after six years, it would be kind of hard to, like... Right. I, like, worry about it, but that's my own, like, neuroses sure. more than anything else. What, yeah. what if you do this? Wherever they move to, can you move there? <laughs> you know, I've thought about that, honestly. And, like, you know? maybe if we both moved to a new apartment, yeah. things would be different. That is actually fantastic advice. They're like, I need maybe a little bit of physical space, so uh -huh. I'm gonna move out. You're like, not a problem. Yeah. I'm here yeah. too. Yeah. It's great, I'll just follow you and then it'll be fine. I do have a question. Did yes. you go straight from long distance to cohabitating? Yes, so that's kind of the thing is we, we kind of jumped like real, and I even suggested when we were like, they were gonna move down to LA. Um, maybe you should get your own place first and we can like, and they were like, no, I wanna live with you. And I was like, cool. And so when they were like, maybe I might look for my own place, I was like, but, but, but I was the one who suggested this first. And oh yeah, right. You, it's like it's like you always want to be the one to say, know, say it first. Know, you could I say, um, I, I, That's what you should say is go home tonight and tell them. <laughs> actually, I, I wanted you to move out a long yeah, time ago. It's like I was, I was just gonna kick you out. I don't out, even want so, you here. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have a wet dream about some dude from yeah. my past tonight. Yeah. So you should go. <laughs> I think you should be easy on yourself because okay. this is like really hard and I think that everyone's feeling like claustrophobic and also simultaneously wanting to connect with everybody and anything and you know I yeah. think there's so much you know every, everyone there's like a tumultuous feeling inside and I think that you just have to be easy on yourself and let them do their thing and you do your thing and if you're meant to connect you know just keep keep positive about it that's all you can really do I think so don't force it? No. Okay. That's, that's good advice. Well, Lisa, what you. do you think? Um, and to keep intimacy, I would say, um, you know, date nights, fuck in a hotel, and um, mm -hmm. yeah. 
Get the, get the get the sexy dice that tell you what to do. Um. Oh my God! Or or there's no possibility you don't own fuzzy handcuffs. Use some of those. I want some sexy dice. You want to try sexy dice? That sounds fun. Did, weren't you on that show, Sexy Dice on Showtime? Possibly. He also played the garden. Um, I think uh, I think that you have an awesome opportunity. This is a cool opportunity. You're already obviously interested in doing things that are a, a little bit outside the kind of like t typical path of life. So why not restart a relationship six years in? What well, you have this awesome opportunity to say, let's go back to, uh, you're moving out, so that could feel like the end of a thing, but why don't we make it, see if we can make it a beginning of a thing. We'll start going on dates again. We'll get excited about each other again. We'll, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll stroll down Santa Monica Pier with you and see that couple where there's a lawyer and they'll be fucking on the pier trying to have a baby tonight. Like, <laughs> you have this cool opportunity to like try something new. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, little day trips to Palm Springs. Yeah. Yeah, and like how open are the two of you? Um. I mean, pretty open. Yeah. I think I think that might be one of the impeti of the move is is a desire to have a little bit more flexibility in terms right. of being open. Which which like my first reaction was like, mm, and then I thought about it and I was like, that would, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Are, are are they fans of the podcast as well? No. No. So well, it's just uh, you. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Another suggestion. I'm just thinking outside the box here. <laughs> Anyway, if you think that he... But if you do think that they are cheating on you, you have to kind of like, don't, don't, you know, he, yeah. you just have to kind of be aware of that. There's no cheating. No. I'm That's just not... saying, okay, like... Okay, I will say, it's possible to, to cheat in an open relationship. Oh, tell us about that. How does that work? Well, you know, you have agreements, and then if you, like, cross the boundaries of the agreements, that would technically qualify as cheating. Can you tell us, are you comfortable telling us your agreements? Yeah, well, we have, um, like, for now, we can't bring people back to our apartment. <laughs> like, that's the boundary we have. That's our place. Um, what about the hallway? <laughs> See, and then I've even, like, suggested compromising because I dog sit a lot. And I'm like, hey, when I'm sleeping at a dog's house, like, maybe, you know, but then I, I'm not, I don't. Oh, uh, you, you know. your rule is it's cheating if you bring someone home unless I'm with a Dalmatian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need to be with a dog to make it, like, hot. Yeah. Oh, this went in an area I did not anticipate. I just think that open relationships are all doomed to fail. <laughs> I know. I, I almost said I know how you feel about them. Natasha. Well, it's like you're with your partner and they're putting on cologne and they're about to go out and like meet more people. Well, kind of the ideal uh, way of doing that is like you get to a point of working through all of the like jealousy feelings where you get excited for them. Where it's like, oh my God, you, you like get secondhand new date energy. Wait. Yes, you can clap, I guess. <laughs> I don't want to stop you. Do you recap the dates? It was a Canadian lawyer. Huh? So then when they come back from the date, do you guys recap? That's what I like to do and have loved in past relationships. Ah, I think I know why they're moving out. <laughs> every time you, every time you come home, you're them, like, no. guess what? Mama got some dick tonight. <laughs> and they're like, uh, I think maybe Echo Park would be a good place for me. <laughs> I will say, they did set that boundary and I have respected it. They oh. don't want to hear about it and that's fine. <laughs> Interesting. Would you go into graphic detail? Um, I think in my ideal situation, yes, because that's what I like 
it's like when you're like gushing with your friends. Totally. Uh, like, yeah. When you're literally gushing with your yeah. friends. I wish I could get. I wish I could get with it. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're That's okay. not the only one, Natasha. <laughs> Other people wish you could get with it too. But you know what? I just what? feel like they're putting on cologne and they're getting dressed up and they're You're like. You're really fixated yeah. on this cologne thing. Oh. <laughs> well, you never put cologne on the entire pandemic. Well, I we mean, used to like go out good. and have that feeling of going out and now it's like, but then I guess, yeah. you know what? You could go see some people. I mean, this is a bit, this is a bit, this is a bit. Where do you live though? <laughs> Not far. No, it's Not interesting, far. cologne is what, would you ever, would either of you ever feel comfortable in an open relationship? Um, I would, maybe in theory, but no. Um, or I, <laughs> I would want to be there. <laughs> You'd want to be watching. I would, wa would want to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you had to be there. It's what your part you don't want to hear from your partner. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'd be into like uh, fucking a third person out and about, but like, I don't like know. Like dating other people together. Yes. That's the that thing that happens. Yeah. Okay, the tone I don't like. I don't. <laughs> we know that's a thing that happens. <laughs> okay. What about you, Fred? Would you ever feel I, I agree that it, it's, it's a little doomed. Interesting. I think. Except my great-great-grandparents <laughs> had... They had an open relationship. No. <laughs> all right, of all the things that we talked about tonight, um, what do you feel... What are you going to take with you? What, what is your strategy on keeping this intimacy with your partner as they move on to another place and make plans with new people? I think I like um, your idea of kind of starting over. <laughs> and in fact, in fact, you kind of pulled a Fred. That's what I was kind of thinking, like leaning towards already. <laughs> it works. It works. You pulled a Fred. Yeah. yeah. And, and specifically like, like, Put it, like breaking up with our past version of our relationship and like burning that and then starting totally new. And I like that start. openness. Yeah. yeah, that's nice. Well, what's cool about that is you get you get you keep yourself open. It's not only an open relationship. You're an open person. You're like ready for yeah. to to experience what the universe is going to give exactly. you with this relationship, and it can it can be something new. It can end. It can blossom. Yes. It could. Who knows what what may occur in futurum. A lot. I've been working in future, mm -hmm. and definitely you'll get a little, a lot of STDs and Omicron, probably. We <laughs> get tested a lot. It's okay. I'm hey, I'm wearing a mask up in the balcony, so I'm safe. We think you might need more than a mask. That's all we're saying. <laughs> well, give it up for Corinne, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, Corinne. You guys had really great advice. Uh, that was really... I mean, that was really a lot of fun. Um, what do you think? Should we ask a couple more of these? Or, what, or, or we're, we're getting close to the end here, but I just am having so much fun with you guys. Why don't you ask one more, honey? Yeah, let's see if we... Let's do one more of these listener-submitted questions. Um, okay. Lizzie, you're, you're Jewish? No. Yeah. You, you are. Okay. And All right. Okay. This one might be good for you. My mom freaks out and thinks my family is dead if I don't text her daily. I'm 38. Help. I, 
I'm in, I'm in that boat. I am uh, 34 and I have to text or call every day. Or she, or what? I just know they're, they're just so desperate. Like, they are <laughs> obsessed with me and, and, cause I hear the way they talk, my sister lives three blocks, so it's just never enough. Like, I called my mom a few days ago and I go, hey, I heard, put boxing on for dad. There's boxing on tonight at ESPN. And she went, ah, oh, so good to know you think about us. Like, they're just <laughs> desperate. When I land, I text them, I land it. You know, they just, they need that. They've, they, so I do, I give it to them. My Every day? Um, no, they, I've trained them um, a little bit. <laughs> But I'll be like, fuck, I haven't talked to them in forever. And it's been three days max. Um, but I, yeah, or, or I'll be quick and be like, I can't really talk, but I wanted to say hi. And Aww, then I'll, uh, like if I'm trying, yeah, I I'm do I'm a it. terrible daughter. No. You're I not, don't do that. Are you, you're not a Jew. They're not Wait, guilty. Hey, 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 don't you dare <laughs> oh, yeah. say that to her. We welcome the convert. How dare you. <laughs> But, but the maybe your mom you doesn't need that. The thing is, you can't convert. She wants it. You can convert into the religion. You can't convert into the highly structured intergenerational guilt process. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not possible to convert into that. What do you and think? They're for elderly, so you know, my I, my parents were 50 and 42 when I was born. So I was just always law school. Yeah. <laughs> There's hope. Um, so my dad always had white hair, and I've always known that their deaths are coming. So it's also... But, but they're still alive today? Yes. But your whole life, you've been like, they could die at any moment? Yes. <laughs> they're like, please stop saying that. <laughs> I would tell you to stop texting me, actually. <laughs> are you dead yet? <laughs> what do you think, Fred? What do you think for this person? needs to text her mom every day or she thinks everybody's dead. What do, what's, what do you think? I mean, if that's what makes her happy, you know, if that's what's, what's... It's just text, it's just texting. It's like, it's actually so much less work than a phone call. So it's kind of nothing. It just seems effortless. You know, it would be, I'm now thinking it'd be cool to set up an auto text thing. Yeah. Where, where random I bet days, it would work. Random times you just say, yeah. hey, thinking Ooh, of I you. Oh, I love that. Hey, thinking of you, mom, love ya. And it just comes in. It's just a yeah. fucking deluge. Yeah. And you could hire writers for it so they could be like nuanced, you know, to the, for personalities. Oh, you, get, you, you fill in some information. Like, you do one session, right? <laughs> you hire writers. <laughs> you know, and then they, they take it from there. Like, you know, as far as what You do one session, like, like five years later, she's like, why are you still texting about how much I enjoyed that one John Denver concert? <laughs> <laughs> but I, it also used to be worse. Like if I didn't contact them, they used to have all my friends' number, uh, numbers, and they would start calling places. And my oh, sister, wow. like they, you know, they. Well, they're, they're confused. They barely know where they are at any yeah. given point. But I, there's nothing wrong with boundaries. And if you don't yes. want to talk to your parents, if you have, because my, yes, you know, sometimes your relationship isn't easy and they don't let you off the phone and it becomes an impossibility to ever give them what they want. So my, I don't think you have to if you don't want to. My mom does this thing where I, I, I'm getting the impression she has a Google um, uh, alert for my name. To, tonight, she texted me. Um, this is an example of how savvy my mom is on the internet. She texted me tonight. Let's see if anybody can see where this information came from. This is from my mother. 
We are still looking for people to come be our advice asking guests. If you live close to LA and couldn't get tickets and want to ask advice at the show tomorrow, you could get in free if selected. Email us, at Netflix is a joke. My mom's texting me about a tweet that I sent <laughs> soliciting you to come on stage. Like, what is the message there? Thinking of you? I don't get it. Oh, another advice. Sometimes if I'm busy and having fun, I'll just send her photos of what I'm doing. Mm. And then she'll go, wow, you know, wow, you're living your life. Love that. So she likes that too. I like this idea. I like, I like this giving the, the, the scheduling. Take a bunch of pictures of yourself in different situations, right? Yeah. It's like trying to become an influencer, but just for your mom. Yeah. It's, it's worth it. <laughs> All right, last, yes, yeah, let. No, it's, uh, yeah, they just, they, you know, they're not vaxxed, they don't leave the house, they have no friends. It's like, what, what else do they have? They're just sitting waiting for me. Wait, your family's not vaccinated? My family is, my parents, they won't do it. Why? They're scared, they're, you know. Lisa, you have the power. It. You could make oh, them I get vaccinated. Them. I mean, that's what we thought with the grand, I go, if you get vaxxed, I'll come home for New Year's, wouldn't do it. The grandkids are like, we miss your soup. We want to come over. Like, they, they won't. They won't. You're not going to miss the soup now. <laughs> COVID. Okay, last question. Last question, and then we'll say goodnight. You guys have been awesome. This has been a lot of fun, hasn't it? Okay. So last question for everybody. What to say in a breakup email to your therapist? And have we decided that email is the best version? Uh, like Ryan, you, you Ryan in Vancouver decided that, yes. <laughs> because, yeah, I guess you wouldn't text them. It would be very awkward to do it in person. And email is good. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely just ghost them, duh. Right, what, are they going to hit you up? Hey, where's my money, bitch? Like, they, you pay them to talk to you. Eventually, they'll just, they're not going to reach out anymore, right? They're not friends. Right. What do you think? What? Oh, ghost him. Thank you. I had a therapist once, and the minute I told him I was a comedian, he started trying to reframe every conversation into, like, comedy terms. Oh. He's like, let's say it's like you're on stage, right? <laughs> and a joke doesn't land, you know? That's like what you're going through with dating. I was like, I do not. I'm not stupid. I'm able to understand <laughs> without this metaphor. What do you think, Lisa? I think a, a quick email is fine. Just like, hey, um, you, it worked. I, I'm all better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm putting an addition in on the house. You're not quite better. Could you be a little bit not better for six more months? All right, Fred, what do you think? Break up email to your therapist. I think just offer to switch, to be like, can I be your therapist? <laughs> I, I could learn as I go. I've learned a lot working with you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think can do you're, it. Really, you're pretty fucked up, and I feel like <laughs> I could help. What would you say, Natasha? I mean, we, we just don't write our therapist back. Currently, that is yes. happening. <laughs> Are you over her? We're just like, every time we schedule couples therapy we have other things to do and then we get the bit the auto bill from when you cancel and we're like you know what i don't think we're gonna have problems anymore this is too expensive <laughs> you guys this was so much fun we've loved every moment of it give it up for our unbelievable guest fred armison 
Lisa Traeger, Lisa Traeger. Natasha Legero, and Moshe Kasher. I love you. Love you too. Thanks. Thank you so much.